0: I have to remember what story I pulled for today. <coughs> it should be in my history. And then past all of the crap I'm reading on on my own. Mm-hmm. <coughs> There's a lot of Pokemon in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. This is rated T for F word fan fiction podcast. This is episode two. We're actually recording this episode the day after we launched our first episode on Podbean um, and we're pretty excited. We actually got some people listen to it.
1: Yeah, it was pretty nice to see people tune in and listen to our first episode and we hope <laughs> to get more. I'm uh, Spencer over here. And,
0: and I'm Ariel. Um, uh <laughs>
1: great start great start <laughs>
0: but yeah um this is our this is our first episode recording back after posting yesterday um it's been up for about 12 hours probably and we've gotten about as many views so that's pretty cool um wanted to say hey to everybody who's listening especially if you're our friends we really appreciate it and we miss you guys um we've got two listeners in California, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm wondering if you guys found me through Tumblr because I did cross post this on my own personal Tumblr so hey, if you're my fan fiction friends from there um let us know where you guys where you guys are we've got a we got a twitter now um it's slow going at the moment because I simply just don't remember how to use the platform.
1: Twitter is a mysterious place filled with memes. and.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the Twitter I'm used to was mostly um, parody accounts. So like Drunk Hulk is one I still remember to this day. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was another that was uh, Star Trek Next Generation, The Lost Season, basically, and it was just tweets of what episodes could have been. My favorite is still Worf is a mean pig because the entire uh, cast was transformed into pigs inexplicably. Um, <laughs> Twitter apparently really isn't that anymore, which is too bad because that's kind of all I know it as being. But um, we're trying. So if you guys, you know, join, uh, you know, follow us on there. We will absolutely follow you back. We're following back everybody at the moment. Um, just come say, hey, let us know where you're from, how you found us. Um we haven't gotten any reviews yet, so we're not going to be reading those at this time. But again, reminder, we are reading reviews of our podcast up to a certain amount. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, um, go ahead and drop us a review. We should be elevating to basically every podcast location soon um we're on review with most of the major ones at the moment um, namely apple podcasts but i I know it's easier to review on those kinds of platforms and we're not there at the moment um but if you uh like us on facebook too you that's another place you can leave a review um we'll see it there and we'll read them Alright, um, getting into our main episode here, because the story I've got picked is a little longer than last time, so I want to make sure we get to it, we're going to start out right at the gate with this week's trope. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to also play the game that Spencer does of guessing what it is, if you're unfamiliar with fanfiction, send us a tweet, um, post on our Facebook page uh, what you think it is before we get to that point in the episode, and we'll let you know if you're right or not. Um. <laughs> It could be fun, too. Uh, I know some of, our, some of the people listening are already involved in fan fiction, but some of you probably aren't it's in the same boat as Spencer, so let us know what you think. Um, all that to say, this week's trope is hurt comfort.
1: Hurt comfort.
0: Uh-huh. It's sometimes written as just hurt comfort, but sometimes hurt slash comfort. So what do you think that is? And I should specify, I'm going to need you to be more specific this week, because I think last time I was just so nervous that I totally gave you the point for nothing. (laughs) You didn't say anything. You said, high school AU involves high school. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) I mean, I don't
1: know. My friends (laughs) did validate me online, that I am right.
0: I mean, you are, but also, (laughs) geez, I was just really letting you have it. (laughs) I'm going to need a little more specificity this time. Because you're already at two points.
1: Hey, I'm just so good oh, wait, at this game. It's
0: not two. It's one, I think.
1: I thought you gave me two. Did but I give you two? You should keep track of this, because I don't have paper or pen in front of me, so...
0: My notes say one. You had a chance for a second. You didn't get it, though. Okay.
1: Well, one point is still one more point than <laughs> will make you happy. hurt um, comfort, then... Um, The only thing I could think of for hurt comfort is weird um i guess sexual feelings of almost in a way like weird b d s m um where it's like, oh, I'm playing a good cop, but I'm also playing a bad cop <laughs> um that being said, I don't know necessarily if that's going to be very depicted in fan fiction in that way emotional
0: whiplash the kink <laughs>
1: You're pretty much just like. Kind of the senses of, like, you see kind of one of those characters where they're um, almost like a sundere where they're like... <laughs> I hate you, but I also love you, but I'll never admit that in public. That's kind of what I get from that hurt comfort kind of.
0: That's a pretty good guess. It's not right. Um, I feel like, and yes. I should. <laughs> no point. Um, I sh... <laughs> which is great because that means I get to read my story this week. And I, I woke up this morning while we were making breakfast and told him I really want you to be wrong today because I want to read my story really badly. I feel like I should specify. <laughs> While when you know in the first episode I had mentioned that Spencer basically just has zero zero background with fanfiction, like he doesn't doesn't really read it, doesn't really know what it's about. The only thing that would you know color his perception is what I've told him about it, and I feel like I've given him the impression that every single piece of fanfiction is smut.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Clearly, it is. It can only be smut and only smut alone. A
0: lot of it is, especially on AO3, just because they're um. There isn't a ban on it like there is at fanfiction.net. You can't have explicitly mature content on fanfiction.net. But on three there's no such thing. So it tends to, like, when you open up the possibility, people usually take it. But that's not to say that it, every single every single trope relies some kind of sexy material. Like, this one's actually pretty, um... It's actually often played platon- platonically, um... So I guess I should just explain what Hurt Comfort is. Um, last time, I just vaguely explained. This time, I'm actually using a definition from TVTropes.com, um, which is actually a place I had to go to look up some of these that we're going to be covering myself, just because I was like, what, what, what is that? <laughs> um, so Hurt Comfort specifically defined at TVTropes.com, a fanfic about comforting one who is hurt. Duh. Also known as a WOMP. I've never heard that term.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: W-H-U-M-P. I have, that sounds like, um, that sounds like very... Like a lump. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sounds like very mid to late 2000s fanfic term for me. Like, have you ever heard of the citrus scale? I'm sure I've mentioned it, but probably not explained what it is.
1: I mean, the only thing I can assume is the, like, spiciness of orange (laughs) on a level of 1 to 10. (laughs)
0: I mean it does have to deal with spiciness in a sense. <laughs> it's um it's a scale used to disguise um the level of explicitity explicitity. Explicit, yeah. Explicitness in your story. So like lime, for example, is sexy stuff implied, lemon is written in, you know, detailed sex scenes, and then I think it's grapefruit above that. That's like kinky shit um which i obviously never never read myself because when citrus scale was a thing was when i was actually a teenager
1: sorry i feel like a lime would be the most kinkiest (laughs) and grapefruit be the most mellow because i personally i think grapefruit has a horrible flavor to it it's very calm in a a sense that it's tart and bitter but not like good
0: (laughs) well i think that's that's what it is supposed to be like the more um kind of affronting to your senses it is (laughs) Um the you know the the more hardcore um. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's what like the citrus scale. Is. so that's that's very mid to late two thousands fanfic kind of terms. Um, that's also the era when you really see a lot of authors opening their story with a disclaimer that they do not own the characters they're writing about.
1: okay,
0: <laughs> so it's it's kind of while that is more of a legal thing of like don't sue me because that was something that could really actually happen back in like the early days of you know internet fan fiction you could get sued
1: because everybody could get away with anything but not anything at the same time yeah kind of
0: it's it was like a it was the era of you wouldn't download a a car (laughs) (laughs) in fact i would download a car (laughs) Yeah, it was that it was that real um... cuz I'm a poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that Spanish Inquisition era of the internet where you're like everybody does bad things and if you get caught you go to jail. No. <laughs> but it at the yeah. same at the same time people did actually get in legal trouble for writing fan fiction, which if you think about it is stupid.
1: I do remember actually you uh bringing something m- multiple things of that in the past mm-hmm. where so many creators were very...
0: It was one in particular that yeah. kind of gave everybody a band name. And it was Anne Rice in the Interview with a Vampire, the Interview with a Vampire author. She was notorious for going after people for writing fanfics about her characters. Um, but today, it, the I mean, the climate is completely different. Authors freely embrace fanfiction. Some even admit to have writing, having written it themselves. Neil Gaiman um, is mm. popular for uplifting fan creators and even admitting that he wrote it himself.
1: Speaking of which I've been listening to a lot of things about Neil Gaiman and (laughs) Alan Moore and other different comic book (laughs) related stuff just because of podcasts I've been getting into myself recently. Yeah
0: I got Spencer into listening (laughs) podcasts.
1: So I've been listening a lot more podcasts about many different writers and artists and things.
0: Yeah so when i say (laughs) when i say i've never heard the term wump i have a feeling it's extremely outdated and nobody says at this point honestly a lot of people don't say hurt comfort anymore either okay um this is an old tag on fanfiction.net hurt slash comfort specifically it's a genre tag um and now it's just kind of come its own trope um and you'll see why um Moving on, a regular character is damaged either emotionally or physically, and another character must comfort them. Um, so
1: I'm thinking way too much into these, and sometimes they are just as basic as. It's literally just hurt and comfort.
0: <laughs> it is, yeah, but I mean, like, it sounds obvious when you hear it said that way. Right. But at the same point, you know, it's it's also really broad, so it's like, well, it could mean a lot of stuff. It's like, well, it obviously means that when you say it that way, but it could have also meant a bunch of other stuff. I like your interpretation of it being about tsundereis because that is kind of the implication, but the thing with hurt comfort is that usually the characters are in some way fundamentally changed from how they are in canon to now need comfort um there is there are some exceptions so when I was looking for a story for today um I'm not going to tell you what I actually got to quite yet because I want it to be a surprise but while I was looking um I was looking around like Yu Yu Hakusho um because when you and I were watching that I remember very explicitly being upset anytime our boys got hurt even though that was literally the entire point of the show.
1: Yeah, it is kind of the um shown, shonen. Shonen. Um type of anime where it's like they're going to get hurt, they're going to learn from it, they're going to get stronger. <laughs> Through the power of
0: friendship, we can prevail. (laughs) Except, like, everybody in that show hates each other.
1: To (laughs) some extent. (laughs) Even when they like each other, they hate each other.
0: Pretty much. Um, So, yeah, I found a couple of Yu Hakusho, and I thought they were a good example, but they're just not fun. So, there are some tropes we're going to cover on later in this podcast that are just kind of generally a downer. Um, Very specifically, there's angst later on this list. Um, I had debated with leaving it off just because it's it's rare to make those fun, but if you find the right IP they can be really interesting so I was going down the wrong rabbit hole trying to find Yu Yu Hakusho because it was all very earnest, actual hurt comfort but if you go to an IP that has no right to be sad making the character sad is extremely stupid Mm -hmm. So I got you something from Animal Crossing. (laughs) Literally the happiest, most whimsical, sit-next-to-your-characters-and-chill-out kind of game.
1: You want to read the last...
0: I forget what I said.
1: (laughs) God damn it. We were talking about you. Oh, you said Animal Crossing? Yes. So then my brain would go... (laughs) So... uh, so if this is not a story about Animal Crossing where they're just going beep, 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 <laughs> the entire time and you can't actually understand any of what the dialogue's going on, I don't care because <laughs> that's all I want is just gibberish the entire time. Well,
0: they speak animalese, but you can you you can interpret what they say.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not how that works.
0: Although, even
1: though there's literal thought bubbles or text bubbles that'll pop up i don't care (laughs)
0: um well a staple of the animal crossing games that has no place in an angsty ass fan fiction does come through later and it's great (laughs) so i'm i'm very excited to read it to you today so hey since um since you didn't guess the trope, not only do you not get points, you don't get to choose the IP, which is why I've pre-chosen this story, guys. Um, So no, ele- no elevator music this time, which is too bad because um, we paid money to use that sound effect. We could still put it in there. <laughs> Just randomly. Just randomly. We'd no
1: be like, no, for a commercial break. <laughs>
0: I'm actually prepared this time, too. I've got the story ready to go on my phone. Um, I've got everything pulled up. I learned from last time, although I'm sure it still sounds like I don't know what I'm doing. My voice is completely different this week, I realized, because last time we recorded, it was literally the day before I was about to get sick. Yeah. And now... I'm in the process of recovering from being sick.
1: I was also very sick <laughs> during the recording of yes. that because I was the one who gave her that cold. So,
0: yep, thank you.
1: I'll probably. I'm honestly, I'm probably still kind of nasally sounding right now, but yeah. you know, we're doing our best. <laughs> so
0: maybe by the time we record episode three, we'll be fully recovered and we'll sound completely different again. So it'll just sound like we've been body snatched <laughs>
1: multiple after, times.
0: Multiple times after each episode.
1: Just imagine getting home. Oh boy, I'm sure glad that we finally got home. Oh, there we go again.
0: <laughs> okay, so this story, everybody, it's on Ao3. It's called "Blissful Acceptance" by Full Fire Fafar. <laughs> um, I'm and sorry, I sorry, I didn't
1: quite catch that. Could you repeat that one more time? Full
0: Fire Fafar.
1: Thank you. I just... <laughs> to make sure I heard that right.
0: Um, it will be in the link in the description if you guys want to follow along, because I know I'm kind of a dumb at read- <laughs> reading aloud. Um, well, that was professional, Ariel, right? not muting your goddamn phone while you're recording.
1: Even I muted my phone for once. Oh,
0: well, gee. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say to that.
1: <laughs> Nothing, witty. Oh, gee.
0: Oh, gee. Okay, so... <laughs> Stop. Stop laughing at me.
1: What, I'm silently laughing.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here we go. This is Blissful Acceptance. This is an Animal Crossing fic. Again, I am not going to read you the summary. Um, I should say, this one is odd to read because there's not a lot of dialogue at first. And later when there is dialogue, it's not denoted by... He said or she said.
1: It's more of setting moods and kind of picturing yourself. There's a,
0: there's a tone to this story. Just,
1: you know, more explanation needed. Just dive right in.
0: I feel like I have to apologize already for mm. this.
1: <laughs> Let's get in the raw grittiness of this fanfiction. I'm, I'm excited.
0: Okay, uh, here we at least
1: go. At of us are.
0: Nobody cared for him. Nobody wanted him. Nobody loved him. Every time he opened his eyes to the world, all he received was scorn and distaste. All his works were rejected, all his dreams were shattered, even secluded in a new home that he could confidently call his, fear and anguish still loomed from the pain that had been afflicted upon him in the past. He was a failure, he was a disgrace. He tried to be himself, it failed. He tried to be someone else, it failed badly. No matter what he did, people and animals around him would look at him as if he was a disgrace to society. I love the line, people and animals, because if you didn't know this was Animal Crossing going in, you'd be like, what the fuck? This guy gives off such horrible vibes that even, like, dogs are like, what the fuck is up with that guy? <laughs> Deer oh. in the
1: backyard. What's up with this shit?
0: <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at what um what villager this is, by the way? I feel um, like if you think about it, you, you could probably. It
1: honestly guess. sounded like red for a minute there. because Red?
0: That's a good guess. It's not, but uh, I'll tell you later why it was a good guess.
1: Fair enough.
0: <laughs> okay, let's continue. See if we can get another guess. Sometimes on the worst days, where he's gonna reveal it right here. Raymond believed them. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond, of course, it's Raymond. Yeah. It's the new Wunsler. <laughs> that, that's that's a that's a joke, guys. It's not true. <laughs> uh
1: I don't know about that.
0: Nagito Maeda is the new onesler. Sans Undertale is the new onesler.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> well, not a good design. Those, match, those two might be
0: true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, internet, it, oh, the, internet. the internet is a very cursed place some days, and I just don't know what my eyes are seeing. And <laughs> I don't know how I sleep at night. Continue. <laughs> anyway,
0: I actually had Raymond on my island. I still do. Um, and I didn't even have to pay money for him. He was one that came to my campsite, the one you can't reject at the beginning of the game. And I was just like, this looks like a new character. Little did I fucking know.
1: It was the God I the character. Most, the money, right? the <laughs> God. I <don't> God. <laughs> The god among men, or the god among cats, apparently. I was
0: just like, oh, he's cute. Yeah, I'm happy to have him. <laughs> this was
1: like day one, all, or day, well, Yeah, it was, it was
0: super early in the game, because he was the first one to come to my campsite. And I was just like, oh, he looks cool. And I was like, oh, he's a new character from Pocket Camp. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. And then, oh my god, the, the Raymonding happen- <laughs> happened.
1: If I ever get down into the actual things about video games... It- Far down the road into other podcasts, possibly. I could go out about how much I got into the frickin' Raymond Craze and Nook Miles and all of that <laughs> crap.
0: I could sell my Raymond, but I, I won't. I would never.
1: I <laughs> will take it for one million do you mean, Nook Miles?
0: <sighs> Maybe don't bump the table holding my two thousand dollar PC. I'm sorry. <laughs> I also call my Raymond Raby, which I'm sure...
1: <laughs> I you called him that.
0: It's cute. Ray is too short. Raby is adorable. <laughs> anyway, continuing. This is <laughs> Raymond's having a sad moment. We're laughing at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> he curled coldly on the bed. The sheets were a mess. The pillows thrown to the floor. His glasses were placed on the table beside the bed, though now dangled on the side from the constant bump and shove of his body he hated this feeling tail curled stiffly between bent legs just a reminder guys he is a cat
1: <laughs> and totally don't look up what uh naked raymond looks like don't because there's, what there's definitely not those pictures online
0: what what
1: i'm sorry that you didn't know about this sooner no <laughs> There's people who've taken, they've literally just taken the Raymond model and just taken all of his clothes and glasses off. So it's just the little gray body where you're oh. just standing there, like, kind of naked. Like, no! <laughs> almost, not in a T-pose, but just kind of like, <laughs> why do I exist? <laughs> oh,
0: God, why does that exist? I don't want to, I didn't want to fucking know that. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Ugh. Tail curled stiffly between bent legs, ears pressed backwards, thin and flat, as memories flooded his mind like oil in a sea of mind. Paws clutched each arm, claws digging deep into his shirt, deep into the fur and skin, and hopes that the physical pain would replace this unbearable heartache. I really don't like these Animal Crossing stories where they go into detail to describe them as actual animals, and like, I know they are, but (laughs) please.
1: I just... I don't know if I referenced this last week, but just kind of getting this scenario of him, I kind of feel like I'm seeing this in my mind, like a weirdly rendered like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like (laughs) looking-esque Raymond, where he's just like, I feel so bad about my life.
0: (laughs) If he's going to be all moody and depressed, he's got to be in a different art style because it's not the Animal Crossing (laughs) art style. True. There's no frowning in this game, guys. It's not allowed. Everybody took their happy pills. (laughs) (laughs) The memories were still vivid. He hated this feeling. Like a newborn kitten, cold from the lack of warmth of one's mother, Raymond curled closer and closer. What a show-off, those words echoed. You never do things right, but gloat as if you're on top of your game, those words slurred. What's so great about him anyways? He's just a dumb cat. I really l- hate looking at his stupid face. It tasted like poison. <laughs> who really? Who would really say I really hate looking at their stupid face? Maybe a five-year-old.
1: I really wish I knew a, what poison tasted like on a <laughs> normal basis.
0: I just want to know and then recover from <laughs> it. <laughs> yep, that's, that's poison. <laughs> <laughs> you can recognize it from then on at that point.
1: Tastes like Tommy egg. <laughs>
0: You've you seen that meme that describes warm warm water tastes round and cold <laughs> water tastes sharp. I imagine poison probably tastes sharp.
1: <laughs> poison tastes like bubbles.
0: <laughs> oh, it probably would actually kind of frothy. Yuck. <laughs>
1: no, I don't think that's the poison. I think that's the froth like, from your mouth, like rabies. <laughs>
0: That's um, why his
1: nickname's Ray. I get it now.
0: <laughs> this weird convoluted thing we've conjured, that's why. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. It tasted like poison. Poison that thickened around his throat until breathing felt like a chore. His vision blurred. Though eyes were red enough since this morning, though nostrils were clogged from the constant sobbing. Yucky. <laughs> like our cat right now. <laughs> It seems the agonizing pain wasn't done ruining him from the inside out. He really regretted not deleting his old emails and contacts. Summer warmed the beautiful island from outside, but all Raymond could feel was the cold caress of mockeries and hatred. All he ever wanted was to be accepted. Knock, knock. I snapped open, not realizing they had been squeezed shut. And we've got a switch in POV here kind of
1: <laughs> a random villager just burst inside the house
0: <laughs> definitely not the player character who's secretly obsessed with raymond it's definitely <laughs> another villager
1: <laughs> without any intention of actually caring if you want visitors or not just walk straight in
0: <laughs> all right so switch a pov raymond her voice lulled so softly like a breeze on a summer morning Red hair tucked behind one ear. Hannah lightly wrapped the door again. This is rare in a story um, where it includes an OC, though they actually name them. Usually, OCs are written as being reader inserts, so they'll usually say Y slash N, meaning your name.
1: So you can superimpose yourself into the story and kind of give you a little bit more of...
0: It's kind of like him. the blank anime protagonist face you'll see in, like, dating sim games. Even though I feel like that's harder to project onto. Maybe it's just me. I So when I write OC stories, I always write them with a character in mind. Sometimes I describe what they look like, but at, at the very least, they've got a name and a personality. And I feel like that's easier to imagine yourself being in than somebody with no fucking personality at all. Because then the whole time I'm sitting there like, why would these characters be interested in this person with zero fucking personality
1: well and i understand that but of course it's going like well you're the personality so and you're
0: boring as shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) also true but they're like you should be interesting so you know that's why this character is bubbly about seeing you
0: right it's just because you're so hot even though i'm not to describe what you look like and it's definitely not your personality because you don't have one
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we know you do it was destiny
0: <laughs> they were destiny to f- fucking fall in love with you and bonk <laughs> <laughs> to me that's not compelling but that's the way i write i typically write my oc stories in first person too so a lot of them are written in second person so you can read it as you did this thing but then i read it as me saying somebody else did something if i read it as i i internalize it but it's a fan fiction tradition That's how you write reader inserts. All right, rant over. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a character. She's got red hair. Her name's Hannah. Hannah. Raymond, are you there? It was a silly question. She hadn't seen him yesterday and today, so obviously the cat would be at home. But concern and curiosity still bloomed within her as she stood in front of his front door. Is he okay? She wondered. While she did see him in the morning yesterday, Hannah lost sight of him the entire day till midnight. Even at the crack of dawn where the other villagers would usually do yoga in the plaza. She hadn't seen Raymond at all today. I love that little bit, because it's true. They tend to just do yoga kind of fucking constantly.
1: <laughs> well, it's a good relaxation tool. What do you expect from them?
0: <laughs> I do like when stories try to like give some kind of meaning to the random AI bullshit that your villagers do. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love seeing people try to like give meaning to just the game fucking up. <laughs> There's no reason for you to be doing yoga at 2 a.m. Yet here you are. Go to sleep. (laughs) And now as dusk set the sky to a gentle hue, concern bubbled even more until her legs brought her to his house. Well, at least she had an excuse to be here. Once again, she knocked on the door. Ray, the little name, peeped so naturally between pink lips Hannah tried to cast a peek at the nearby window. I hate the way they describe the characters in this story.
1: Can you repeat that that last sentence you read? I'm sorry.
0: You want to make me read it again? I apologize. When I just said I hate it.
1: <laughs> I know you hate it, but I, I needed to hear something again in that line.
0: Once again, she knocked on the door. Ray, the little nickname peeped so naturally between pink lips, Anna tried to cast a peek at the nearby window. They say peep and peek in the same sentence. And thankfully, we have pop filters, so you guys probably can't hear me popping peas. But. <laughs> but. You it's... are naturally good at popping peas. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: It's okay. If she doesn't laugh at my jokes, I'll laugh at my own <laughs> jokes. Don't worry, everyone. I'll do the hard I'm work, hilarious. don't worry.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they they several times in the story discuss uh, or, you know, describe pink lips, and I really hate it. It was actually something that was mentioned in our, last, our story last week, too. Um, I must when have I, missed that. Yeah, when I was going back through editing, when they were describing uh, Kirk, and they mentioned his tousled blonde hair, his blue eyes oh it wasn't his lips it was his cheeks his pink cheeks it
1: sounds like writers like to use the word pink to kind of make that sense of their being slight, rosy and...
0: slight blush yeah there's a lot of blushing in fan fiction it's
1: kind of like that small <clears throat> sense of sensual without sounding sexual
0: yeah it's like a hint at a crush yeah it's something you can deny but you know and the just... readers catch it your brain noticed it
1: <laughs> it fits for Animal Crossing too because you can add those kind of small colors into the game, yeah. but still don't like it. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
0: like <laughs> like that description. But yeah, there's a lot of blushing in fan fiction. I was surprised that there wasn't any last week for Spock because fan fiction lo- writers love to reference the fact that Vulcans have green blood, which means their blushes would be green.
1: So they look sickly all the time.
0: Cool. Right. Is it green or is it blue? I'm almost, I'm 99% certain
1: Either way, they would look sickly all (laughs) the time.
0: Regardless. (laughs) Right. Either you're about to, you're about to vom, or you're literally going to suffocate to death.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or someone beat you up.
0: Anyway. Yes. It was, it was a call. It was, again, no, no um, attribution that it was a spoken line. Shoulders flinched at the faint sound from the other side. Oh! Excitement burst inside her to hear such a simple response. You're home! Oh, what a silly statement. Of course he would be. Lips pressed before she could make a fool of herself even more. Hannah huffed a short breath. It was silent again. Worry still lingered. Hey! One foot slid closer to the door. I was wondering, are you okay? One hand pressed against the hard wood. I didn't see you last night and today— I was afraid you were sick or something. The other hand instinctively reached for the medicine in her bag. (laughs) If this were actually Animal Crossing and somebody was sick, you would just burst into their house without even fucking knocking. Just be like, I'm here to make you well. Here you go.
1: (laughs) Knock, knock. No, I'm coming in anyway.
0: (laughs) I'm respecting your privacy by knocking, but asserting my dominance as your parent, by coming in anyway. (laughs) That's probably about as close to the line as I'm going to actually remember it.
1: That is pretty, pretty darn close, though.
0: (laughs) I got the cadence right. That's what matters. In memes, it's all about delivery. Hi, Dahlia. What? Why are you glaring at me?
1: Hmm. She's like, fine, I'll just look over here.
0: (laughs) are you crying? What are you crying for?
1: Because
0: she's sick. (laughs) Sounds like you need some medicine. I can cure you from bee stings, too.
1: (laughs) Knock, knock, coming in.
0: (laughs) Okay. Brown eyes scanned the door as if she could see right through it. Silence once again became his reply, and this honestly didn't dissipate her worry, the worry in her. Why would silence dissipate her worry?
1: <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. I was like, that's such a weird choice of words, but Right, and it was like, I'll... if any,
0: it was like, this obviously heightened her worry further. The <laughs> I like the writing in this story um, to the point that, like, A a lot of fan fiction is written so um, obviously, I guess. I was going to
1: say haphazardly, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's very cut and dry, like this happened and that happened, and this is what they look like when the reaction needed to happen. But this is written very poetically, I want to say, especially with how the the text is laid out for the dialogue. It reads very rhythmically to me, which is pleasing. I actually, I really like when stories do that because it serves a mood poetry is very moody the story is very moody it's got a happy ending but you know this a lot of emotion that it, it's it's so much more i guess meaningful to portray it through your prose than to just say he couldn't stop crying he'd been crying for days and the tears kept coming it's like you know you could say it like that sure or you could just say he was literally crying for 3 days straight it's like yeah okay fine like that sounds excessive (laughs) but when you know you say it with a little more rhythm a little more cadence you know you can kind of accept the melodrama i guess is my point
1: the saltiness of his tears (laughs) caressed his lips after yuck no three days that he was being emotional (laughs) no (laughs) sorry (laughs) i don't know how fanfiction works don't don't judge my dialogue too much
0: uh Okay. I- she heard him. I'm fine. He didn't sound fine. A frown curled those soft lips. Well, she didn't want to force himself, herself on him. If there's anything bothering you, you can come to me. The corners of her mouth tugged a smile, reassuring and comforting, hoping that he could sense the care in her tone. A small thud was heard from the other side. Before Hannah could ask more, all she heard next was, Okay. Damn it, she was this close to taking out her axe and breaking down this door. <laughs> Some violent, swinging emotions, but okay.
1: <laughs> I think Hannah needs to uh, chill out just a little bit. Give...
0: <laughs> she paid good money to get Raymond on her island, and he's going to fucking get I out spent of his
1: house. $20, <laughs> 20 real life dollars to get Raymond <laughs> in my house. Wait. That's not how i meant to say that. (laughs) (laughs) In a maid outfit,
0: specifically. (laughs) Ungifted except maid outfit. (laughs) Patience holding her by the shoulders, Hannah then remembered the other reason she came. Oh, quickly reaching out for the envelope in her bag, she bent and slipped the the letter into the mail slot of his door. There's going to be a meteor shower later tonight. I know this is super last minute, but Tangy and Judy decided to have a little picnic with all the residents at the hill on the northwest side of the island.
1: I apologize, but just hearing the characters that this character (laughs) has in their village are basically
0: dream island scenario. Yeah,
1: basic ass characters because like (laughs) really Tangy and Judy and then Raymond.
0: Oh, just just wait. We get we get name drops of everybody this person obviously wants on their island.
1: I'm sorry, I guess it's funny because then I'm the one who wants both the bunny sisters on their (laughs) island. At the same time, I'm like, I have freaking Kabuki on my island. Nobody likes Kabuki. I
0: love Kabuki. Kabuki is is my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Kabuki. (laughs) Kabuki. Every time I visit Spencer's Island, I have to go say hi to my actual husband, which is Kabuki.
1: (laughs) And I I understand people have their favorite Animal Crossing villagers, but I feel like so many people are like, well, if you don't have Judy and Raymond and, like, these set characters, then yeah. why are you even playing this game? Yeah, the uh,
0: the uh, the characters, the villagers on this island are definitely the stock characters of what you're told are supposed to be your favorite characters. And I say that with a little bit of, you know, hypocrisy because I do have Raymond on my island, but I didn't try to get him. Yeah. I learned to like him because he came to my island. But you and I have weird taste in villagers. My island, for a while, was almost entirely cranky villagers, um, and then I worked really hard to get Moose on my island. He's is the mouse with sideburns that everybody hates, but I adore him.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't spend actual real life money to get <laughs> Amiibo cards so I can get certain characters on my island. You think I want Lucky on my island purposely? No.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even have Lucky. I do. Lucky <laughs> was actually a random, villi- uh, random uh, spawn Islander for me. So I went. It was, I think it was the like the second island I went to. I got Lucky. So that You're was very
1: lucky.
0: I was very lucky. <laughs> but then I actually did buy an amiibo specifically for Peewee, who is nobody's favorite, but he's like my bro. He was my, my best friend in my first ever Animal Crossing town. So he and I have strange tastes. So if we sound, sh- if we sound like we're, we're throwing shade on the Islanders mentioned in this story, it, it's because, um, we're throwing shade. <laughs>
1: Yet I'll also die, live and die be like, Clay is my favorite character. He yeah. is just a small little hamster that's trying his best. Clay is adorable. I know he's
0: not great, but I love him. <laughs> he's a little baby. He needs protecting. Okay. She heard him pick up the envelope. That's a good sign. The smile she wore seemed more confident. Everyone was so into the idea. Phoebe and Apollo even decided to have a little barbecue t- tonight, too. God, she just hoped Phoebe didn't burn the entire cliff. <laughs> Of course it's Apollo. Phoebe's an interesting choice, though. I feel like that one's not usually mentioned. But Phoebe's pretty cool. She's the, the phoenix. Shaking off that concern for later tonight, Hannah continued. Sky and Sherb decided to bring desserts, and Kyle said he'd bring his guitar for some music. Kyle is my favorite Animal Crossing character.
1: I do feel like Kyle's... He's
0: he's my own personal little Haida.
1: I do feel like Kyle's a little slightly more unique, though, because yeah. I do see people like Kyle, but not as much as pretty much every single other character that was mentioned there. Yes. Kyle has been becoming a newer favorite character just because they changed his outfit just slightly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I preferred his old outfit. The, uh, the leather jacket was pretty cool, but I like his hipster look, too. It's fine. This is like prequel Kyle. Before he became cool, he was a hipster.
1: Oh, and... Later on on Twitter, I'll will also share a wonderful Kyle statue that I bought yeah. Ariel for her uh, for Christmas
0: birthday 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 last year. It's really
1: cute. This person on Etsy, I wish I knew the name right now. I could <laughs> recommend her. He <clears throat> made these cute amiibos and she made a Kyle one for her.
0: Kyle and Cat, you got me a little uh, phone charm for Cat. Cat was my um one of my first villagers. Um. And I've kept her the entire time because she grew on me so much. She's so sweet. She's an Uchi villager.
1: Not that she's one of the only two girls on your entire island.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I have two. Um, I have her and Ruby, the albino rabbit, who is another favorite from another old game. But yeah, everything. All my other villagers are guys.
1: (laughs) Specifically really old men.
0: I like the cranky villagers. I have a type. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, where were we going? Right. And Kyle said he'd bring his guitar for some music. Of course he'd have a guitar for music. His whole, his, uh, sorry, his whole house is basically instruments. I forget. Gosh, she was getting more excited just thinking about tonight. She heard the envelope being opened. That's definitely a good sign. Chief is bringing some fancy champagne. And Antonio said he'll bring some hangover pills. Now that riled up a giggle. Yeah, yeah, riled up a giggle. That's a kid talking about alcohol who, alcohol, and they've never had a hangover before.
1: How oh, the daddy juice? Give <laughs> <laughs> me a daddy soda. That's what it's called. I need one daddy soda to drink at this wonderful party we're about to have.
0: Either way, it's going to be a super fun meteor shower. Upon realizing that she was technically talking to the door, Hannah coughed out her embarrassment. They were asking about you, too. Kyle and Tangy even convinced me to convince you to come, since you have such a great singing voice. Silence again. So, feeling sheepish, Hannah let out another short breath. I, we really hope you can come. She missed him. I baked some cookies. She really missed him. Well, more like I almost burned them, but Skye saved me from burning my kitchen. She really missed them.
1: <laughs> I put she... a special scent in my cookies.
0: Ugh, you're eating my hair.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> eat this. That's why they were burning. It's all the hair
0: burning out of them. The light joke was given in dire hopes that he could open the door. She missed seeing those mesmerizing eyes. I, she heard him. Okay. It was still a faint answer, feeble and drifting. Worry never left her, but she would take his word for it. "'I'll see you tonight, Ray.' Palm lightly tapped the door. Flashing a smile that rivaled the sun, Hannah spun on her heel and hesitantly walked away. I've got another switch of POV here. His paws shook as he held the letter. I was wondering, are you okay? Her voice was a caress that brushed his fur. I didn't see you last night and today. I was afraid you were sick or something.' Her concern was a song that whispered softly to his perked ears. <laughs> see what I mean about being kind of poetic? It's, yeah. it's got a rhythm. His responses were weak, but he couldn't bear to walk away if it meant not hearing her voice. He wasn't ready to open the door, to let her in, to see the state he was in, but Raymond didn't stop from pressing his back to the hardwood. He wanted to see her, to feel her. He wondered if he could phase through the door, you don't even have to try, bud. You can just open it.
1: <laughs> I don't want to fuck this human.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, yes. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, I feel like that's where the story is kind of going.
0: Look, he just gave me a no. You can't get out of this. <laughs> you picked it. <laughs> she was
1: like, "Hmm, I want you to have these cookies. I'll peer through the window to see if he's there. Please come out. I know we want you." <laughs> Raymond pushing himself against the door.
0: (laughs) Stop. Don't say pushing. Heartbeat madly against his aching chest, Raymond did nothing but respond in mere peeps and the short flick of his tail. The sniffles had stopped. But once or twice, he lazily wiped the tears and dry crust away, as if he she was standing in front of him. I do like that they bother to describe crying as being a not-cute experience. So many authors dest- describe crying as being like, you know, they were still beautiful despite it. If you're actually legit crying, you've got snot running down your face and your eyes are fucking crusty, man. They're <laughs> all red and they burn and you can't see straight.
1: The tear glistened in the beautiful sun... <laughs>
0: Yeah, crying is a messy-ass experience, so I appreciate that they didn't lean away from it, but it might be, be because they're describing a guy. When you describe women as crying, authors tend to lean more towards the the beauty of the act instead of, you know, the actual disgusting reality.
1: Her rosy peach <laughs> chinks. Right, yeah. Chinks. Cheeks.
0: <laughs> when God, you cry and hard. you get flushed, it's just in the place that you would normally apply blush. It's not all over your goddamn face. <laughs>
1: true the only time i've ever seen you cry is just blushed face and i'm angelically
0: beautiful ears. when i cry I which All is lucky for me because i constantly sob
1: <laughs> constantly
0: <laughs> oh, where were we it was then that he heard about the picnic that he felt the envelope softly plopped on top of his head she wanted him to be there they wanted him to be there he read the invitation over and over and over again, though glasses messily worn on his face. Raymond almost couldn't make out the letters. I think they meant through glasses messily worn on his face. Raymond almost couldn't make out the letters. This is another one that could use an edit.
1: Yes. I mean it's not that bad. Yeah,
0: I mean I got it. It just it it's better if you get it right the first time so you don't lose the rhythm. Right. right. Especially in a story like this. It was readable. It was just that his mind didn't function well now. Due to the echo of her words, her voice, her tone, her presence, her concern, her—she was the reason he had come to this island. Because she, she paid money for him, <laughs> and he couldn't say no. He her was in boxes.
1: Her essence, <laughs> her being. <laughs> I like, I her like, money. <laughs> I like
0: those lines. Her voice, her tone, her presence, her concern, her. It's I know. it's very sweet, but I get it's also very funny. <laughs> It's it's earnest to the point of being very silly. Which is why her comfort is, is kind of fun in a story like this. She was the reason he made friends with the other fellow villagers. She was the reason he learned something new every day. She was the reason he laughed and smiled a lot. She was the reason he became close friends with Tangy and Judy. She was the reason he felt more confident. She was the reason he... Not bothering to fix his hair and fur, Raymond threw the letter to the table and whipped the front door open. Uh-oh, we've got a confession coming up. Can you feel it?
1: He to the floor.
0: <laughs> in, all honesty, Sorry. Hannah <laughs> in all honesty, Hannah felt like everything was happening too fast. She knew cats were stealthy. She sometimes forgot how stealthy because the moment she realized someone was behind her was when she felt a grip on her right arm and her body being turned. She then remembered being pulled into a tight, snuggly embrace. Snugly, meaning wholesome. (laughs) Never mind that we described her being snuck up on (laughs) by a stealthy-ass cat. (laughs) Hands reflexively moved upwards, then pressed against what she assumed was a chest. Brown eyes were wide as saucers, Pink lips parted, then pressed before she could exhale another breath. Hannah tried to tilt he her head. has two
1: different colored eyes, not just brown.
0: She's—they're talking about the girl. Okay, about the villager, That's or fair. Aren't the villager, the the, rep, the rep.
1: He has the green, the blue eye.
0: Um, I think they're—I think it's blue and green.
1: Okay, that's what you, I said. Sorry,
0: yeah, I, I i was trying to remember what order they're in from remembering his sprite. Sure. With how much I'd look at him, because I've had him on my island for almost a year now, you'd think I would remember, but I fucking don't. He's blonde. That's all I remember.
1: Actually, he's gray.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. It was a bad joke, I'm sorry. It was a bad joke. Go to you the bad what? joke I'm corner. I'm sorry. <laughs> We don't apologize here on this podcast. We double down.
1: You don't know me yet. I apologize for breathing.
0: (laughs) You do, which is why I'm so mean about shit. (laughs) Even last week, you were trying to apologize for saying TikTok was bad, and then I was immediately like, no, TikTok is bad. You're fucking right, and you should say it. (laughs) Anyway. Hannah tried to tilt her head, tried to move her gaze to the face that was now hidden on the crook of her neck. The arms on her back, around her shoulders, tightened. It took the sight of a blonde tuft and gray fur to realize who it was, and by God, her heart screamed. R- Ray, <laughs> who the fuck else would it be? <laughs> Twelve people live on this um, island.
1: <laughs> r- r- ribot,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it truly you? <laughs> Ray stands at the bottom of the hill. Tears streaming down his face. Ribba,
0: when did you get a wig?
1: <laughs> his metal body caresses her fleshy skin tone.
0: I'm dying. No.
1: He looks at her in the eyes. All he lets out is a mellow ribbit.
0: <laughs> Maybe our fanfic should actually finish with you writing a story.
1: <laughs> I would be totally down for that. Oh my
0: god, yes. Well, now we have to. It's done. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Response wasn't verbal, but instead given in a form of his head snuggling against the side of her head. Oh, goody, she felt like melting. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Hey, voice barely a whisper on his shoulder. Hannah tried to wiggle in his embrace. I, what's going on? A gasp was gulped back to hear what she highly assumed was a purr on her left ear. Maybe this was how she would die. Nothing, he rasped, voice strained as he inhaled sharply. Embarrassment and dignity be damned. Claws tense from inside his paws. Raymond brought her closer as if his life depended on it. I just... Words purred through a shaky mouth. I needed a hug, crisp. <laughs> crisp is Raymond's catchphrase.
1: <laughs> I like it. I was... there. Was, yeah.
0: This is what I was talking about earlier was like, yeah, they don't speak in Animalese, but um, there's something about Animal Crossing that they keep in the most inappropriate place during this fucking confession. He says his fucking catchphrase. Okay. I changed my ramus to Toodlepip.
1: <laughs> toodlepip. Toodlepip. <laughs> I would love if this story just, like, turned a fucking twist at the end and be like... Raymond says, I just really needed a hug. Fuck face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the true way we play Animal Crossing. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Unable to form any excuse, he nuzzled into her red hair. I literally, <laughs> I haven't played since, I think, July. But I, I randomly got the urge to tune in the other day. And it it was randomly Avery's birthday. So it was like something was reaching out into the void to be like, go see your grandpa husband. It's his birthday. Um, and I went around to talk to all my villagers. And everybody was happy to see me. Um, the only person who didn't react was Rasher. He just randomly was like, oh, it's you. Hey, I heard that one of your favorite pastimes is being baby. Is that true? And then I just fucking lost it because I was like, oh, yeah, I did tell you
1: that. I love being baby.
0: And then the best was like, I don't really get it, but you could probably teach me about it, right? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I can. (laughs) Anyway, I think my other favorite pastime in that game is collecting boyfriends, which is true. (laughs)
1: i don't think i put anything good in mine to no be quite honest.
0: you were always much more wholesome with your town than i was I've,
1: like played the game right not over sexualized it
0: wasn't sexual
1: i know not, i'm their baby not you.
0: <laughs> i know
1: <laughs> more of the facebook animal crossing pages i've seen the passwords like yeah how can i design a clothing with a bunch of tits on it yeah for, mm. no
0: not even tits it's just lingerie It's like, I I made this dress to make it look like you have a very womanly shaped figure instead of this weird weeble wobble you actually play as. And I put lingerie on it. It's like, good job. Why would you do that? (laughs) Anyway. You're amazing, those words echoed. You always make me laugh with your silly jokes, those words beamed. What's amazing about him? He's a smart cat. I really love looking at his pretty, pretty eyes. It tasted like syrup instead of poison this time. Sweet, sweet syrup that tickled his throat <laughs> until breathing turned to dumbfounded chuckles. You want to talk about that at all? <laughs> that, fucking, that fucking freezing there? I just... <laughs> They're it's, doing it's... repetition, but the way they worded it, it is so...
1: <sighs> all I could picture was him like licking her eyeballs because <laughs> that's what my brain was thinking. And then I'm thinking, syrup tickling his throat. I'm like, what kind of syrup are you drinking? (laughs) Not putting on, like, pancakes or something. Like, literally drinking where it's tickling tickling your throat that much. Where it's just like... (coughs) Raymond, you
0: got some problems. And I think they start and end with drinking syrup.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what normal people do, right?
0: (laughs) You talking about licking eyeballs actually made me think of a story I was reading recently that had a bunch of really awful, like... BDSM tags on it because they don't just write that it's BDSM if that's what it is. They write every single thing that happens in the tags which is helpful but at the same point, it's, every time you're scrolling through you're like this goes on for like three fucking pages there was one that was titled ISEX And I'm like, I've been around the fucking block with fanfiction and I have no idea what the fuck that means. I'll let you know once I find out because I'm reading it at the moment.
1: I could mean a lot of things and like I could go into details, but I don't think I want to get in that rabbit hole right now. Yeah, I was
0: like, do they mean like eye fucking? Like, you know, looking at somebody and being like, oh yeah, and like undressing them with your, you know, your brain? I don't think think that's 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 what they mean. Slapping
1: the wiener into the person's eye. (laughs)
0: Just... well once i figure out whatever the fuck they meant by that tag i will let y'all know um because it'll be an adventure getting there i'm sure anyway pat pat Pew- <laughs> like, was
1: that, the, that was that the sound of ice f- no. <laughs> uh, <sorry. laughs> no no you said you said pat pat continue
0: pat pat, pat on the back pupils widened to feel her touch finally able to slip her hands up to his shoulders. Hannah tried to wiggle some space and return his hug. One hug coming up, she giggled. Rosy red burned right to the tip of her ears. Realizing wow, that he was. Oh, that is
1: a sentence. Like I don't dislike that sentence, but like saying that, just rosy red right yeah. up to his ear. I know. It's a good use of R's. There's a lot of
0: alliteration <laughs> in the story. Earlier, there was one with, um, with S's, which is bad for me because I tend to slur my S's sometimes. I feel that. But
1: don't <laughs> worry. I have problems with my CH's. <laughs>
0: um one hug coming right up she giggled rosy red burned right to the tips of her ears realizing that he was wearing a thin cotton shirt she timidly nuzzled into his right shoulder the fur felt soft underneath she wondered what it was like to run it through her fingers he'd have to be naked for you to know oh i
1: thought that was the next line for a second i was like no no
0: that was just me being like you don't want to know as if he could read her mind hannah felt him tremble slightly the hug tightened. Their heartbeats drummed as one. The two stayed like that for a while. It felt forever, and forever was all they asked for. I would think that would be a really good last line, but it keeps going.
1: Yeah, I would have ended there. Yeah. Fr- frankly, myself, but continue. I want to hear Yeah. Them,
0: finally, is- hesitantly, he pulled away. Pause. held her shoulders. Gaze looked away as realization finally sunk in at the mindless action he had done. I, sorry, he peeped. One paw cupping, cupping his quivering mouth. Her laugh was intoxicating. No worries. Damn the traitorous blush on her face. I'm glad to see you. Honesty bloomed like the roses in his front yard. Upon realizing that her hands were still holding his shoulders, Hannah quickly let him go. But rege- before regret could slip, she held his paw instead. S- so. Brown eyes looked downwards, ridding away the blush that still warmed from within. Will you be able to come tonight? The pupils in his eyes widened the more he looked at her. Of course. The moment their eyes met, Raymond felt breathless once again to see the beautiful smile on her face. This brought a smile to his face, so sincere, so genuine. She was the reason he felt accepted. The End
1: Okay, that's still that's still good. It's a there. fine ending.
0: I like the I like that one that we mentioned as being. I'm very picky about last lines and stories, the same way I am with first with first lines too. Um, it's something that authors either tend to get really right or really wrong. I feel like this one is the rare instance where it falls kind of in the middle. They had something and they just kept going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. There's a. I'm just. Taking it all in now yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> There's this um this temptation with fanfiction to kind of overstate things, to not leave anything to the imagination. Um, so I think it's it comes from being kind of a young, inexperienced author of not wanting your work to be misunderstood. Like you want people to know exactly the meaning you're trying to get to them, so you tend to overcompensate and give too much away even though the mystery is what keeps it interesting
1: you want them to know the last detail of every single thing in that room <laughs> right down to the cobwebs in the middle part of <laughs> the floorboard I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah i know what you mean yeah the, the, nothing left to the imagination everything described um and it, it's actually the opposite that's better for them if they had let la- last if they'd ended on that last kind of lingering sort of feeling of all they needed was each other all they asked for was an eternity of this. I feel like that's a really sweet ending. But they wanted to state that, of course, he was still going to go to them fun meteor shower guys. Of course, everybody still had a good time. Of course, they didn't immediately regret their actions. It's like, of course not. This is fan fiction. Of course, there's a happily ever after, y'all. Like, we don't have to guess.
1: And once again, um, going from what i've seen basically on fan fiction stuff just like people reading things on on youtube and online stuff i know that fan fiction is written a lot a uh, lot more worse than this and yeah. frankly they, this person did a very good job at alliteration with her words her verbiage she Describe things well. You point out that she did a good job exp- explaining how he cries, how it's <laughs> an ugly cry versus a nice, tearful, like soft, majestic cry, a soft boy cry, <laughs> and I, how much we do make fun of a lot of the details. They really, is she really, he or she, I don't know, frankly. Yeah,
0: I try. I'm trying to default to they with offers.
1: They, they, they are very. Uh, very very good writing of how do i say this i can't even talk they did a very good job at writing this
0: they're getting they're good at getting emotions across without going too obvious with them you know it's the the really cliche thing of show don't tell um and even then you can show too much and even where it would have been better to just tell but this story was more of a mood than like stuff happening sort of story so the showing is the whole thing so they did a really good job with that I I really like this story um I yeah. thought it was just silly enough to be worth a read on the pod um like I said with these uh these more <sighs> serious tropes um and I say that with a massive grain of salt because serious is just not something done in fan fiction really um so with these more, I guess, heavy tropes, I should say, like mm-hmm. this angst, for example, is another one, um, major character death, which we're not covering in this one because I don't feel that's enough of a trope to merit it. Um, so these really heavy sort of tropes, I feel like are if they're played in an IP that's already really heavy, it just kind of reads as canon to me. And that's, it's it's fine, but it's not, it's not entertaining, I guess I should say. It's not something I go and really read. Um, but if you put it in an IP where it does not belong, <laughs> kind of like with high school last time, it's more fun and something that's completely removed from the normal world. It, when you put Hurt Comfort in an IP that's never once had badness touch it, and I think Animal Crossing is about as pure of an example as you can get, um, it just makes for fun reading because it's like reimagining the whole, di- a whole different world, um, and it's just... There's that weird dichotomy of like, this is not what this thing is, but it's, it's interesting to see it played that way. So I thought this is mm-hmm. a fun example. Um, there is a story I wanted to wreck this week, which almost made the cut, um, but I ended up deciding that it was um, too good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did its job too well. Um, it's called Bad Days and Good Nights by The Lily of the Valley. It's a cute red and tom story so you mentioning red earlier i was like good guess and it's a reason it's a good guess there's a lot of red and tom nook fanfic right now um i say right now i mean this is more of a boom when you know um when red finally came to the island in new horizons so summer of last year
1: and all of those (laughs) mysterious tom and red shippings that apparently people really enjoy yeah perfectly fine but <laughs> don't see that necessarily myself but. i
0: think it's because there are two characters that have a lot of history together because both tom nook and red have been in every single it's, it, game it's the cop
1: and the bandit kind of theme
0: yeah like kind it. of it's the uh the I unscrupulous capitalist woman. and the. oh
1: you just wanted to use unscrupulous
0: <laughs> oh, i didn't even realize i said it <laughs> that's pretty funny well we, we were listening to um a stupendium song earlier today it was the the rogues gallery song which is about red the fox um and later tom nook describes red as being unscrupulous but it's funny because i actually think tom nook is more unscrupulous than red himself so it's kind of like you know the uh the dirty capitalist uh, the dirty capitalist and the dastardly criminal you know kind of pairing which people love and like i get it that's just fun they're both kind of bad but for completely different reasons so i think that's why people like red and tom together um so this story was about red having like a really bad day With just a bunch of like really tiny microaggressions that just kind of added up and at the end of the day uh tom tom nook consoles him um so i thought it was very sweet it was kind of funny just for the pairing but it was written too seriously to really be fun so go check that one out if you guys are interested in hurt comfort i think it's a pretty good um use of the the trope for that story um
1: I mean, I've gotten a good, solid idea of what the Hurt Comfort tag is nowadays. Yeah. Um, frankly, I don't hate those that trope as much as the high school AU <laughs> promposal <laughs> scenario. Um, in this scenario, I think it's written fine, but it is...
0: It can definitely go too far.
1: Yeah, I, I, I. when I look at this kind of, uh, this type of theme, I'm not, I don't want to see a character just moping <laughs> Yeah. for half the story. But that's just me personally, I like <laughs> just being down in the dumps about themselves. But yeah. also, I'm looking at this fan fiction as my second one that i've truly sat down and listened to so i don't know very
0: different moods
1: this might turn into one of my favorite ones because i'll be like man a lot of these other ones are so much worse oh
0: i promise they only get better i'm so excited for a certain few but i gotta save them you don't want to do them too early right i also don't want to tell you what they are so it'll just have to be a secret for just me and anybody else who knows fanfic tropes who's taking a look at the tier list And, nice little segue into the tier list section of our story. Okay, so, these are our tier lists. Uh, Again, like it, love it, take it or leave it. It depends and won't read it. So, starting firstly, where do you think I would rank Hurt Comfort on this tier list?
1: I don't think you would love it. I don't think you wouldn't read it. Um, Personally... It seems like something once again that it would probably fall into the like it, it depends category just because it's not too hokey. Um, but I can understand it can kind of get a little dry and boring <laughs> after, yeah, some people not knowing how to describe it very well. <laughs> so I would honestly think. You would probably put it in like I said probably last week, take it or leave it.
0: Take it or leave it? It's a good guess. I actually really I, I like I like it. That's yeah. where I rank it for me. Um, but you are correct. It it's gotta it's gotta not be too much. Um mm-hmm. so when I think of take it or leave it, I think of it as more like, uh, I could either read it or not. I don't particularly care one way or another. But with like it it's like I will I'm not going to actively search out for that, like with Love It. Um, but if I come across something that I'm interested in and it's got hurt comfort, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I can get behind that. Um, but, yeah, you're totally right. It can sometimes just go too fucking far. And it's like, oh, my God, this is just a misery fest. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So it's, it's an important tag to, to read the other tags with, um, to be like, Okay, so, you know, it's this is part of it, but it's also got, like, um, you know, happy ending tied in. If it's going to be a sad ending, I'm not going to read that. Um, all right, and then for you, where would you rank this for yourself?
1: I personally, I don't know, if I saw my list, I could see it.
0: This is your list. Is this my list? Uh-huh. This is the only one you've put on.
1: I thought you had a list, too.
0: I do. I have it written down here what I have it put as.
1: Well, that's kind of boring. Why do we have a list online,
0: too? Yeah, because then you can see all my answers.
1: Well, that would also make sense, (laughs) but, you know, I don't use my big brain like you. (laughs) Thank you. I think I would definitely put this in the take it or leave it section. Okay. It's definitely better for me than the high school AU. I I don't... I don't really like the high school <laughs> AU so far, but I'm sure there is good ones out there.
0: <laughs> All right, so if you guys have any good recommendations for Hurt Comfort, let me know. Um, one of our friends, Caitlin, did send me a story last night. I think it's for the um, Everybody in Star Trek Goes to Hell um, <laughs> concept. It's either that or the other schools being... Um, other alien races but i'm pretty sure it's the hell one because i i briefly skimmed it last night and it looked like it was misery um (laughs) that
1: sounds more of my cup of tea i'll
0: i'll let you know next time if if we can add that to the rec list i just haven't had a chance to read it yet um moving on we've got one final segment um this is something we didn't do last time but i figured we'd have a little bit more time to work with this time since we weren't explaining the gambit um i ordered this booklet on Etsy. It's called FickLibs. I'll post a link to it um, in our description. It's uh, it was made by Zero Liminal Craft Zero. So this is basically a Mad Libs book for fanfiction. So earlier in the week I asked Spencer to give me a bunch of words. Um, And I wrote it into this Mad Libs book, and now Spencer is going to read it.
1: I was like, I want to read this. Yes, I want (laughs)
0: you to read it.
1: I was like, you get to read everything. I want to read something silly.
0: Read its title first.
1: So this one is called Mecha Battle.
0: So these are like, um, a lot of the ones in here are like anime tropes. So this will be fun because you gave me two non-anime things.
1: Which is wonderful because I really <laughs> would like to see a mecha battle between these two characters.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: So the two characters, Mario Acoon and Reaper Bcoon, were childhood friends. Yes, I know I don't have to read the words underneath. You but shouldn't because I... it'll
0: make no sense. Okay, fine. So it's Acoon and Bcoon. So character A, character B, Mario and Reaper. I assume from Overwatch. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Anyway, I just really wanted to read a and b Coon because I thought it was funny. Let's try this again then. Mecha Battle. Mario and Reaper were childhood friends. Reaper found an abandoned daddy and they were attacked by surgeons. He thought Mario was killed, but they were only captured. Years later, Mario rose to prominence among the surgeons. His home had become very colorful and smelly, so he wanted to save his organic friend... Instead, instead he found a daddy fighting his allies one giant daddy
0: one big old daddy
1: <laughs> hey he shouted oh wait hey he shouted i'm here for reaper i'm here for reaper stop you're not taking anyone <laughs> Oh no, that's the daddy you're not taking anyone the daddy pilot said you've already taken too many in the names of paris <laughs> why do you want to find him anyway Because he was left behind, and I'm indifferent about him, Mario said.
0: (laughs) That was my favorite word you gave me, indifferent. I was like, yes! I'm indifferent about Reaper. That's exactly how you should feel about him.
1: One second. If you really wanted to race him, you wouldn't be piloting a daddy. Mario's enemy showed his face. It was Reaper. He was very sorrowful. Mario was fucked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mario was fucked. (laughs)
1: Come with me or I'll have to dance And I don't want to do that
0: (laughs) That wasn't a very good Mario game Let's be fair He doesn't want to relive that memory
1: Make me, Reaper said (laughs) If you dance like the rest of them You're not my uncle anyway (laughs) After a fancy and smart battle (laughs) Reaper won (laughs) You are my reason for hanging on Mario said Go ahead Take care of this and go home. I'm just dreadful you're safer with your daddy. (laughs) No, I want you to come with me, Reaper said. And Mario did. (laughs) The end. (laughs) The end.
0: Yay.
1: (laughs) I couldn't not do voices once I knew who was saying what.
0: Oh, I'm very excited. Okay, so that was a new bit we're doing at the end, guys. Let us know if you like it. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll post a, a link to the the Etsy store that I bought this from because it's important to support creators. Um, so that was our our episode this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you came back after episode uh, one. We're really excited to keep doing this. Our, our response to our first episode was really good. Um, it made us super happy. Um, so we're, we're going to keep going with this. Um, our socials are linked down below, um, as well as the recommendations, as well as the FicLibs book on Etsy. Um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. Um, send us any long-form critique that you can't otherwise send to our Gmail, which is rated for F word at gmail.com. Um, mm-hmm. I've linked to my personal Tumblr for now. If you guys want us to start a Tumblr for the pod, let me know. Um, I think that could be a lot of fun tumblr is is just the wild fucking west of the internet even to this day um so i think that could be fun it's also from it's a format i'm more familiar with than twitter
1: we've got memes we've got religion and we've got more memes (laughs) we don't know what we are anymore at tumblr
0: (laughs) yeah it's not porn anymore though unfortunately sadness (laughs) no porn anymore um send us your recs give us a review remember we are reading them um up to a certain amount uh, you can either review us on Podbean, um, on Apple Podcasts once we log th- launch there, Facebook, even if you just post a, a review on Twitter and, like, tag us in it. I don't care. Um, any <laughs> kind of, you know, any kind of boost is great. It helps us. It me- reaches more people. That way we can bring the love of fan fiction to a bunch of people on the internet, because I love it. I'm going to force Spencer to love it. And I really hope all of y'all love it.
1: And I... I- really if you if you don't mind taking a few minutes to just sharing our podcast we do greatly appreciate it i know a few of our friends actually have shared it with other uh other people on their personal facebook pages and whatnot but we really like to have people just check it out we're not trying to do anything where we're like oh we're gonna make money off this no. we just we just want people to enjoy just to have some fun
0: we're we're not monetizing at all i just i just really like attention <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean i understand that
0: anyway thanks for tuning in everybody hope to see you again in two weeks stay safe out there in quarantine land and uh we'll talk to you later
1: (laughs) talk to you guys later love you all bye-bye
0: bye